Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in and joining us on Power Your Life, and I'm Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And oftentimes we think about how we can balance our lives, how we can take care of all the needs that we need to and all the desires. And what about balancing your life with respect to your material comforts as well as feeling spiritually fulfilled? Is that possible? Do you know how? Have you done it? Are you there? Today, we feature Anna Gatman, who's a visionary educator and a spiritual innovator, and she's going to help us answer those questions. Anna has an eclectic background that spans the United States, Israel, Sweden, and France. Her experience includes various careers as a fashion model, founder of an alternative elementary school, counselor, as well as author. She's also the creator of the Aligned Life Program that's helping mission-driven individuals live and work in spiritual material balance. Anna holds a doctorate degree in transformative learning from the California Institute of Integral Studies, and she's also the co-founder and learning director at Innovationship LLC, which teaches innovation skills and collaborative creativity to companies and organizations all over the globe. Anna believes that that spirituality, sorry about that, is everyone's birthright. And she's developed the four keys to spiritual material balance that can help you gain access to the wisdom that aligns all of us with our higher purpose. Welcome, Anna Gatman. How are you? That, that was a mouthful. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I am too. Finally, it's wonderful. So let's get right to it because, firstly, you know, you can have your cake and enlightenment too. How do you define enlightenment? Mm, oh, my God. <laughs> that has been dealt with by so many um people who are wiser and more enlightened than me that um, you put me on the stop on the spot right um, from the get-go you know there's a traditional kind of you know um, when you're just pure consciousness when you're in the moment um, when you can see a, a very expanded version of reality right so yogic teachers they see a very expanded Expanded version of reality. They have yogic sight, so they can see interdependence between people, between events. That's what enlightenment is when you're just pure consciousness. And it's a blissful experience of a lot of love. That's kind of the traditional experience of, of enlightenment. 
Um, right, and and, and that, that and that makes yeah. So, but how do we incorporate that right. into people like us, people that are you right, know, that exactly. are not yes. meditating for forever or whatever, yes. that are right. living our lives and having families and working? How do we exactly? Right, and that's I mean that's, that's what on my like, yeah. I mean that's the harder stuff. It's kind of easier, although I would feel it, it would be. Harder, but it's kind of easier to go to a cave and meditate for 30 years than to live life and have kids to get to school and bills to pay and bosses to take to deal with and neighbors and you know the world ecology drama politics. There's so much going on. How do you keep kind of sane and balanced? So I think that that is much harder. Um, and yet it's readily available for us because I think that, that real enlightenment is not by kind of going off and just having blissful experiences, but it's by having blissful experiences by going about your daily routine, your daily existence. I think that that's where it's at. So there's been a split. Spiritual values are amazing. They are here forever. Material things are here today, gone tomorrow, have no value and I think that we're destroying our planet because of that and we're destroying our life and we feel that we have no purpose and no meaning when in a sense we're each a portal for spiritual wisdom and its material expression through our unique way our personality we're each a point of consciousness on this planet that's how powerful we are and we each have the capacity to access yeah the same wisdom as luminaries and as yogis and we do it in our own way, and we bring it into our daily life, and I'm happy to talk more about that. But that's the key, that we each have access to spiritual wisdom, and then we can manifest it in our daily tasks and chores. That's you know, I, and I think enlightenment. Right, and I Go agree ahead. with you, yes. and I think that that's, that's possible. Even in the light of, I mean, we all have challenges, and, and somebody's asking, well, how, how, you know, how can you have the challenges – in your so-called material life and still feel connected to that universal consciousness. You want to respond to that? Yeah. You know, I think the challenges are, you know, they're, they're landmarks along the way for us to, um, at that point of challenge, we can tap into a more enlightened version of ourselves, a more expanded our better version, our more noble self, our values and principles. I mean, anyone can do it. You can decide that you're going to tap into compassion in the face of a conflict that's just happening right now with a team worker at work, okay? So here you are, a regular person like you and me. You're at work. There's a conflict. You're about to go into the office of your colleague, And now you're going to be this enlightened yogic person who is just going to go, okay, I'm going to tap into compassion. I'm going to try to be compassionate and understandable. Uh, I'll try to understand where the other person is, is at. And I'll also try to be honest and share authentically where I'm at. You go into the office, you have authenticity, and you have compassion with you. You've just tapped into them. And I'll bring that to this regular, mundanely-seeming conversation. It's going to have a different result, very different, because you're going to go, oh, compassion. Maybe I need to step into their shoes, why they did what they did. 
okay, now I need to be honest and authentic. So let me share with you. I think that the right thing, da-da-da, is so, so-and-so. So you, you see from the simple example, we each have the capacity to say, okay, I'm going to bring compassion along. I'm going to bring clarity along. I'm going to going to bring authenticity along. That's what luminaries do, and we each have access to it. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's so important because I think that not only does that help elevate ourselves, but it helps the people who are, who are engaged in that conversation or conflict or, or transaction, whatever it is, to really feel uplifted too. So take it Completely. more personal. Take it, let's take it more personally for a minute, Anna. What if somebody, you know, and, and all of us experience challenges at some time or another, what if somebody is going through their own challenges, the material challenges, whether it's a health issue or a financial one or whatever, isn't it possible to use that same principle and to just, even though you're, you may be suffering to have another piece of that that has faith or trust or mm-hmm. or still is still finding beauty even in the midst of turmoil i mean isn't that a part yeah. of it or or so can you help yes. pe- somebody okay great so how do how does before we do that you have a fast i wanted to get to your background but it but somebody was asking me <laughs> the question some of these you have an incredibly eclectic background here and how did you decide to go from fashion model to founding this alternative <laughs> elementary school and to doing all that you're doing right now? I love it because I yeah. think that all of that is evolutionary, and I think that's why we're yeah. here, to evolve ourselves. But yeah. <laughs> give give our listeners, if you don't mind, a little yeah. bit of that shift. Yeah. So I, I want to say that when you read my bio, you might say, oh, well, it's easy for her. She's had all these amazing things happen to her. She's been an international fashion model. She homeschooled her kids, and then, and then she, start, she founded an alternative elementary school, and then she moved to the U.S., and then she got a Ph.D. This woman is, is so – she can do it. I can't. And I want to tell you that it's deceiving because I had to work really hard each time. I all the time felt like I was not normal, like I was not like everybody else. Because life was giving me opportunities to take very big leaps into a larger version of myself. And I had to, at every crossroad, decide, am I doing this unconventional thing? When I was unpleased with my son's first grade experience in the first month, I didn't know about homeschooling. I didn't know what that entailed, but it was clear to me that he's not cool. We were in Israel, and I just felt like they were crushing him. And I just, I'd heard about one, one homeschooling family in the north of Israel. I found their phone number. I called them. I said, how do I homeschool? They gave me some guidelines. I'm telling you, two weeks later, my kid was out of school. So what it takes, it takes the risk. You say, okay, I'm going to work this out. But I'm, I'm not going to stay in the pain that I am right now or in the suffering that I am right now. And I feel that that's the biggest gift that I've been given, the courage to, to take big leaps into a more expanded version of myself. And it's always paid off. It's, oh, it's hard work, but the rewards are amazing. And so it's important for people to know that. I mean, even the modeling, it sounds so, so, 
so glamorous, and it sure was. But I was in Israel. I was due to go to the military service for two years. My dad had been in the Air Force. I felt a duty to my country, which I have to say today with the politics, I do not. But I did at the time, and I was offered to be a fashion model in Paris. By chance, I thought I was ugly. I thought I had a stutter. I had red hair. I had low self-esteem. You know, I was an 18-year-old with low self-esteem. And I, somebody found me in a store and said, do you want to move to Paris and become a fashion model? And I struggled for a few months if I should be loyal to my country or to my own life. And I took the leap and moved to Paris. I didn't speak the language. It's a tough business. It was a huge leap, but I took it. And the reward, of course, was, you know, was, was 100 times. And so my life has been these leaps of faith. At crossroads, and so I feel that when you say, "How can someone with who is suffering do the same thing?" At every moment, whatever's coming at you, if it's a reward, if it's something pleasurable, invite it in and just enjoy it. Say thank you that the universe has given it to you. Just appreciate it. You deserve it. You are a miracle. If if you think about it, three billion years or thirty billion years—I mean, of evolution. That's how long it has taken for you and I and all your listeners to show up as a celestial event, right, as a cosmic event. So our Uh life is an occasion. Our life is an occasion, a one-time occasion. And so when good things come to you, celebrate them, enjoy them, take them in. When there's a challenge, then you ask yourself, okay, what is it here for? How can I work with it? What is the belief that I'm holding that is stopping me from letting this go? What learning is it here? Is there something that I can learn about this? Is, is, is there a person that can help me? The minute you start talking with the universe, and that's part of my four keys, but the minute you ask for a question, you get an answer. Why is this happening to me? Do I need help from somebody else? Who can guide me? Suddenly, that person that you just need to meet shows up in your life and tells you about a course or a healer or someone who can help you financially or whatever you're struggling with. If you listen to the universe and start talking with it, it will answer you. Your higher self, your higher wisdom, your inner wisdom will, will guide you along the way. And so everything that happens to us is really there to, to move us forward into greater and greater versions of ourselves. You know, I totally support that and agree with that, and my life goes that way as well. I think that, and I'll just share a story. Many years ago, I had an injury to my knee, and and I was going to not to knock doctors, but I was not finding the help that I needed through traditional medicine, and I and I needed to heal. So I started yeah. to seek out alternative treatments, alternative modalities, and that helped me. And so, and and that shifted me in terms of my career because it expanded what I thought. Mm-hmm. Wow, just what you're saying. If if I could do this for myself, then maybe I can help other people. So I started to study all that. So I think I think it's so important what you're saying that it can lead to, 
you know, these challenges that we, and and not to say that that we don't go through pain or reservation or hesitation or whatever, but they can and they often do lead us down a road like like what you're talking about to what we're supposed to do. For me, it was like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to do this too. I mean, hello. Yeah. That's important. And I think what you said that, that the universe is here. I always it to you know to provide that. I always tell my clients that the universe is incredibly responsive, but you have to know how to hear it or listen or see the signs or the the clues or whatever because not everybody yeah. is open to it. And what you're saying is yeah. to be open to it because yeah. it's it's right there. So you you mentioned the one of the keys. What are the other three keys? And talk yeah. to our listeners about that, Anna. Yes, I will. So, so just kind of to summarize, you know, your example and what we talked about. I feel like this is enlightenment. This is enlightenment is to to become larger and more expanded versions of ourselves and what we are possible to be. That's enlightenment. It's not a state. It's not a state of mind that you're just there. It's a process. You know, and so, so your example is such a beautiful example of how a life event, a challenge, just opened the door to a whole new area that's become a passion of yours and something that you need to do. So that's how we become larger versions of ourselves. And for me, that is enlightenment that we ordinary people can go through. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share with you the four keys. So the four keys, I developed them through my doctoral research, and they're really universal principles that I observed in myself when I studied myself and my own spiritual experiences, and when I, I worked with other people and studied their spiritual experiences and then did my doctoral research on that. And what I realized is that all spiritual experiences, what their underlying characteristics is this expansive sense of being. Either you, you sense like you're part of something larger, like many times you're in nature and you feel like you're part of something larger than yourself. That's an expansive sensation. Or you're, um, you're overwhelmed kind of with love. You're just, you have love washing over you. That's an expansive sensation. Or you have a thought that goes from I can't do it to patience and I'll get there. That's an expansive life life-affirming thought. And all spiritual experiences have variations of this expansiveness. And I realized one more thing, that luminaries, if it's sages, spiritual teachers, saints, wise people, they reside in these expansive states of consciousness all the time or for longer periods. And that's where they gain their Wisdom, because the third and final thing is that once you expand into this expansive version of yourself for just even a moment, you become aware of information that was not available for you a second ago when you were in a more constricted state of mind. And that information shows up in a, as a totality, a flash, a flash of lightning. Suddenly, wow, why didn't I think of this before? A book that shows up in your visions suddenly you're going oh this is just the message i needed to hear so either through internal a gut feeling inner prompting inner knowing or an external synchronistic event 
But the universe begins to give you signs of how to move forward, how to live in greater alignment. And so the first key is expansive presence. That's all you need to do is expand your presence. And in my book, I speak, you know, with very simple ways, um, you know, a specific practice of gratitude or through your breath or through, through words or through self-expression, different simple ways, daily ways that you can expand your consciousness. And you're already doing it. You just don't know that it's happening. So if you begin to know what's happening and you have the language for it, you can begin to identify, oh, I'm already doing it. Now I can do it on demand. So that's the first key, okay, connecting to a more enlightened version of yourself. Then attentive listening is the second key because then you want to sit back and allow the universe to talk to you. And that's where you kind of access inner wisdom and outer prompting. So that's the second key. So after expansive presence and attentive listening, the third key is inspired action. Because now you have an insight. You have an inner knowing, a gut feeling, and you want to act upon it. And that's the key to manifesting. Your dreams, your goal, your purpose, your vision. And the fourth key is faith-filled knowing. That's where miracles come in and you can embrace them. Because you need to build your faith that you are um, um, cosmic, celestial, loved event and that the universe has created you and that the universe wants you, you have a role in this web of life. And the more you communicate with the universe, the more you become aligned to what you're meant to be, who you're meant to be, and to tapping into a larger potential of who you can be. And so you build your faith by expanding your consciousness, listening attentively to intuitive guidance. You get the guidance. You, you go, you get inspired. You do what it told you to do or what you feel inside. It's not like an external thing. It's an internal sense of wisdom. This is what I need to do. That builds your faith that the universe is in relationship with you. So then you go again. You expand your consciousness. You listen again. You get some more in, insight. You go do that. And this is how you build your faith and you begin to see miracles because miracles are happening all the time, but we're not always aware of them. And the more we are expanded in our consciousness, the more we become aware of them happening all the time in small, beautiful ways. So those are the four keys that you can really practice to, to live like any spiritual teacher and any luminary in your unique way. You know, I think it's so important because they're not necessarily difficult. There, and when you do that, like practicing gratitude, for example, even though <laughs> life may not be as wonderful as you think, but then you see a flower blooming, or a child laughing, or, or like this morning, I heard a bird singing beautifully, and I said, "Thank you." to the bird because what a gift to be able to hear that song at that moment in time which is is a precious experience but like you said we have to Anna be aware and tune in to those experiences and those awareness times and places or states of being because that's what enhances that's what, what makes us and the experience much more expansive and yeah. which is beautiful 
But is it, you know, somebody's asking, well, you know, how do I get, how do I create that balance? So is it, it's not like measuring, okay, I'm doing this X amount of time or whatever. Isn't it more that when you're in that state, that consciousness, and again, it doesn't have to be where you're out there meditating all day, but that you can create that on a on a daily basis? How do, yeah. Somebody that, like, yeah. how do you do that? So let me just give a simple practice. So a simple practice, okay? If I ask that listener, what is a spiritual quality for you that you would like to access more? So let's say you say inner peace or you say beauty, okay? But let's go with inner peace, okay? Mm -hmm. Take Take your smartphone and schedule the time to ring every 30 minutes okay or three times a day okay just put the ringer on we have technology it's amazing it can serve us now each time it rings you stop for 30 seconds and you say am i feeling inner peace right now what do i need to let go of in order to experience more inner peace don't have this image of a yogi person on a mountain just you right now how can you move the needle just a bit Okay, I'm going to breathe. I'm not breathing. Okay, take three deep deep breaths. I'm feeling more relaxed. Okay, then it rings again. 30 minutes later, it rings again. You're sitting in a meeting. Other people there, just look around. Just look at everybody's faces and say, okay, can I, is, is there peace in the room? Is there anything that's peaceful in this room? Say thank you. Appreciate it because you didn't pay attention to it a second ago. Move on. A minute, so so it's a minute each time. It rings again, you know. It's lunchtime. You take your food out to the park. You sit and eat, and suddenly you're under a tree, and the tree is beautiful, and you go, wow, this is so blissful. It's so nice here. I've never paid attention to the leaves in the way that I did right now, okay? The minute you decide that inner peace is what you're going to practice for today, and you put the timer of your smartphone on for a certain amount of time that it rings, you take a minute each time, you're going to start experiencing inner peace. Next day, do inner peace in your home or do inner peace. And so you you could take a quality per week and do it once at work and once in yourself and once in nature and once in your home. Or you could choose inner peace for Monday. You could choose compassion for Tuesday. You could choose my life purpose for Wednesday or enthusiasm for Thursday or for Friday, right? So you could pick any quality that you yourself feel this would make me feel better. This would make me feel more alive. This would make me feel like I'm more spiritual and just use technology to tap into it every so often during the day and your life is going to change dramatically. I promise you. And it's an easy practice, no? No, I think it's wonderful, and I think that you know that that's that's one very. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't like to use a phone to do that because that would that would disturb me. But I find being walk taking like I call them power walks, and everybody has a different way of being and doing. My power walks are are what I do on a hope you know on a daily basis, mostly time when the weather is good, and that's when I have a ritual that I do in terms of confirmation and and gratitude and whatever 
and also just being just the the movement gets me more in a peaceful open place to to have that level of awareness so i think mm-hmm. you, you know i think your way is wonderful and i think that that people also need to find their own way to be able to do what you're you're saying to really get into a sense of peace or a compassion or gratitude one day or whatever because i think that that's so important i remember something and it just popped in the when i was had that injury um i was also studying meditation and i remember going to a place it was a whole weekend a few days of silence and meditation and th- I was not able to sit. I was in too much pain to be able to really sit. And yet the the teacher was asking us that that was the state that you had to get into to really be able to whatever to to you know to get to a higher state of being. And it was very disturbing because I had to lie down because of, of the pain or stand because of the pain. And I realized that, that it's not, you know, it, it, it did not limit me to be that way, but I had to honor where I was and be able to, to say, okay, well, I can reach this state of peace or expansiveness, whatever, without having to have my my spine aligned and and the shock so what i'm saying is that that i think it's often when we're going through our own particularities or whatever that's happening in our lives that there's probably a way that we can find to modify whatever yeah. it is we need to do so yeah. that so that we feel good about what we're doing but we're still receiving the gifts the knowledge the you know tapping into the universe and yeah Okay, I think yeah, that's important. I, I, I agree with you that, it, that we each have to find our own way. And if you were drawn to do a retreat and then within that you had to adjust, then that's how you did it. And I think that not everybody has the possibility to do a power walk or to, you know, to go to a retreat happens only once in a while. And so I'm thinking, okay, how can we ground this so that you can do it at any moment? And that's where kind of the phone comes in as just or a timer in any way because we kind of forget to be spiritual right we forget that we're not breathing or that we're judging and so if there's any way that we can just remind ourselves have a reminder to not judge today now there's another piece here that I find that spiritual teachings also are very narrow and we need to expand them as well you know it's inner peace it's bliss it's compassion service, but any quality, any word in the English dictionary, in a sense, has spiritual qualities to it. So, for example, clarity is important. Curiosity is important. Curiosity in spiritual lingo is beginner's mind. So to have a curious attitude, that could be a quality that you practice today. I want to be curious today about everything and find your own way to remind yourself to be curious, to have clarity and focus, or perseverance, which is building an inner muscle to go through adversity, but to see the silver knot, the silver lining is it. So there's so many words that you can use and you can practice much more than just inner peace, bliss, compassion, and being in the here and now. So that was just an important part that it, it, it's much larger. 
It's as diverse. Spiritual teachings are as diverse as the plant kingdom and the mineral kingdom and the animal kingdom. It's not just these five classic words that uh, comprise spiritual teachings. You know, I think that's wonderful, and I agree with you. And, and by the way, most people would love that phone, that be able to do that because they're they're connected <laughs> to their cell phone or anyway. their mobile. Yeah. Right. So, like, it's it's a left arm or whatever. Not me, but 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 so for many people, that kind of discipline works beautifully because it's almost like they don't have to think about just setting it up and the time goes and there you go and you're you're at that moment and 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 to do that practice. So I think it's wonderful, and I love what you do. I think it's important to that people realize that they don't have to go on a mountaintop and meditate for. And I'm not knocking that, but that that all of us who are living daily practical kinds of lives and that we don't necessarily have to do that to have that experience that you're so beautifully talking about and teaching. And I think that's a gift in itself for, for just to aware and awaken people to that reality that, hey, you can do that within – you know, like you said, within the material world, within your life, wherever your life is or you are at that moment in time and just show up in a different kind of way. That because it it, yeah. it helps people say, wow, I could be enlightened too, <laughs> which, which right. I think is great. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So people I need to know how they can get a hold of you, how they can get a hold of your book, find out more about what you're doing and and access your gifts to be able to help them. Hmm, perfect. So you can find my book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble online or ask for it in your local bookstore. And again, it's Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, Four Keys to Fulfillment and Balance. You can also go on my website, which is AnnaGatman.com, and there you can um, get, I have a free gift, which is, um, it's a dream big playbook, and it's 10 prompts of how to create a dream that you've been longing to, to manifest and how to manifest, and I take you through 10 questions that guide you in first grounding your dream in, your, in, in the material sensory world, and then as you manifest it, how to stay spiritually inspired and emotionally connected so it's not just a boring to-do list, but you can actually manifest it. So it's a beautiful gift and a way for us to continue communicating and engaging and taking what I've talked about to a deeper level. Wonderful. So how do they, they, they go to the website to access that gift? And it's on the homepage, yeah. It's on the homepage, Anna Gatman. Anna is A-N-N-A-G-A-T-M-O-N.com. Wonderful. So, Anna, what are your parting words for our listeners that help them feel and be and move into more of an enlightened and state of, of mind, state of living? Yeah. Just know that you are like me and like everybody else. You are a portal. You're an equal portal like everybody else, a portal for spiritual wisdom. And then it's material expression in your, through your unique personality and purpose and vision. Just know that you're not an accident. You're an evolution that occurred. You're, a, you're an occasion 
And it's simpler than you think to tap into your own spiritual wisdom and then express it in your daily tasks and chores. Wonderful. I have a question. That alternative school that you that you founded, is that still in existence? Yes. No, wow. that that no? Um, no that that no it, it 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 was tough. We were um we existed for 3 years and my two boys went to it and it was wonderful. I mean, the parents there felt there was a time before the school and after, but we had financial difficulties. Um it, it's hard to be a private school that's trying to to establish itself. So the um the Ministry of Education was tough on us and but it, but it was an amazing school, and, and, I'm, and I'm writing a book about the, um, the theory and practice of it. So Wonderful. And, you know, again, all, what you learned and what other, what, what other families learned and teachers and also the, the children that participated in it, that's a lifetime experience that they, they, they can incorporate that they'll, that they'll yeah. always have. So, so yeah. that's wonderful. Anna, thank you so much. I love what you do, and have a beautiful day, and thanks for Thanks for, for having me, Joanne. I appreciate My it. Thank pleasure. you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. So think about what Anna said, because it's so important to remember that you don't have to go off and, and meditate for months, and I'm not knocking that. I, I have friends that do that, and I think it's beautiful, and, and, and go to retreats, and I've done that myself. But again, we have very, very busy lives. So here's a way to incorporate these principles within your daily experience and be able to live them and feel really great about what you're doing and and feel connected to something higher than yourself and and that you're making a difference not only in your life but in the life of others. So thanks so much for joining us. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. Go to doc, D-O-C, W-H-I-T-E dot org. There you'll find upcoming shows, blogs, and other interesting aspects, and you can get a hold of me. And also... If you want to schedule a free consultation, you can do that on that website as well. And I am always here to serve. That's one of the reasons I believe we're here. Thanks so much for joining us. And wherever you are across the globe, have a beautiful day. And remember that you have the ability, the wherewithal, and the strength to power your life in the direction that you choose, even if you're just taking one small step and then another and then another. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.